Yo, 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 and welcome back. My name is Jason, and I am your hostess of Between the Photos. Today I had a rather confronting truth emerge, and it was really quite powerful to witness. It was confronting in a way that wasn't disruptive or negative. It was confronting in a way that was very much telling me what I was missing. It's the missing piece of the puzzle. It was the see this portion of what I needed to know. And that truth that emerged was around what I was asking for and what I was receiving when it came to my intention, when it came to my use of words, when it came to how I spent my time, where I put my attention, what I was saying versus what I was doing, what I was asking for, and then later asking for the opposing thing to then cancel out the thing I originally asked for. It was really a powerful truth. This morning I was, I was rather irritated with myself because my time and attention has been split in a way that I don't like. And what I realized is that instead of seeing that, you know, in the moment I was irritated with myself and then actually I was quite annoyed. (laughs) I'll be fully transparent. I started to drop into the, the self, the negative self-talk. And I started to go into the place of, come on, like, you know better than that. Why are we here? What are we doing? Haven't you figured this out yet? I really, I went down the rabbit hole with the negative self-talk. And I immediately realized that was not helpful, number one, nor was it necessary. Because what I recognized is that in the last two years, and they had been seated for a lifetime. So I've only been undoing what has always been done for a couple of years. And that may feel long when I say it. It may feel long when I say that. When I say, oh, I've been working towards this for a couple of years. But the reality is there are steps of integration and steps of refinement to overcoming old patterns and habits. Sounds pretty simple, right? Sounds pretty straightforward, doesn't it? Except there is the aspect of receiving and allowing that has to take place to complement the process. And that was really given to me today (laughs) after I was in this deep place of irritation. I woke up at 5 a.m., 5.06 a.m., rose with the sun, It's my favorite time of the day. It's just when the sun starts to peek through. There's a gorgeous skyline. I see the palm trees in front of me. I hear the birds, the tropical birds just coo in the morning. If I'm lucky, I'll catch a little bit of a pink tint to the sky along with this beautiful baby blue. It is absolutely picturesque. I live in heaven. And for me to do myself a disservice of distracting myself and taking my attention away from that present, that presence of witnessing that very finite window of transition of the color that moves, the color that moves across the sky is such a disservice to my being. And this morning I said, 
Hey, I'm going to wake up. Well, I didn't say that at all, actually. I just woke up. (laughs) I didn't have a plan. You know, sometimes I have an intention for the next morning. But I'm getting away from that because that, in fact, is creating expectation and keeping me from going into flow state. So that's a habit and pattern I'm actually doing. So I actually didn't start from that place. Where I did start from was I will open the morning with a meditation. And I'm going to do that right now. And for whatever reason, I well, the, it's a recorded meditation that I do repeatedly every morning. And I picked up my phone to play it because I have it saved in Dropbox. Seems pretty simple. Except the phone is such a distraction once it's in the hand. And the mind starts to take over. The presence is then lost. And the attention goes from this picturesque heavenly view from my little bed from my grand bed to then diving down a rabbit hole of discussion, which is exactly what I did today. Although I did the meditation, I didn't do the meditation (laughs) until two hours later because for two hours and 20 minutes, I was responding to comments, catching up, sharing experiences, blah, blah, blah. Way way, way opposite of what I had just witnessed. Polar opposite. (laughs) I witnessed this beautiful window of the sun coming into form, or rise. The sun was coming up, rising. The birds so beautiful, they're just singing to me. And I'm listening to the stillness of my house. And I'm thinking about how cozy I am in my bed. And how beautiful these blankets feel on my skin. And suddenly I'm like, I got an idea. Let's go, let's go on Facebook and WhatsApp and talk for two hours. Let's let's just chat and listen. Ear breaks. Not what I wanted to do. Which is then when I dropped into time and attention. Because I actually had a text message from a dear, dear friend, dear friend and co-creator who were working on a beautiful creative project together had texted me and she said, how do you feel about having a visitor from the mainland? And I sat with that and my immediate old habit and pattern would be to respond with gusto, excitement, and show support of such an novel idea of having someone take their time and attention and come spend it with me here. And I said, is that true for me? Because remember, I am rewriting as each of us evolves, we also have to evolve our habits and patterns that go along with the things that we used to do for the old ways that we used to be to then match the new version of us. And in that moment, I paused and I said, well, what's really actually true for me? Because I felt this conflict arising in me. I felt opposition. I said, well, of course I want a visitor. That's lovely. But there's a truth and a reality to that. Given the circumstances now, any visitor that comes, if they want to do anything on this island, they have to stay here three to four weeks. No question, because they have to go through a two-week quarantine And then any activity beyond that, 
it's a big island. It takes at least seven days to do some things, you know, because the trips, the day trips are long and the meaning long in length, not long in time, but both. There's a process and there's, you know, who flies all the way to Hawaii to just stay for a day or seven days? Seven days is fine, but short. Ten days is really like a deal. Add that up. Two weeks, seven days. We're talking 24 days. 24 days of sharing space, time, attention, catering, cooking, you know, all the things. And not to say, not to say that this guest would need all of that. It's not that. I want to be very clear here. This is where I'm dropping into old patterns and habits of me feeling obligated to have to provide an experience for the other person, having to care for them, having to nurture them. I know without a shadow of a doubt, she is a very independent operator and I would not have to do any of that. Matter of fact, she might do it for me. I don't know. But the reality is I haven't yet evolved that pattern. I haven't yet evolved that habit. I know that I would, I know that I would drop into the, um, pleaser, the yes woman, the, oh, I can do that. And all of my needs, all of my priorities would take a back seat because I would streamline my time and attention onto the person that was in front of me versus being able to balance the two. I'm still coming into the evolution and integration and adoption of that portion of my habit, that portion of my pattern. So I knew in that moment, and I can always be just completely transparent and honest with her, this is what I love, is that I could say, truthfully, I grapple with that. I don't know what to say here because, of course, I would love to have a visitor. But the reality is I don't want a visitor for three or four weeks. I don't know that I want to drop into that space, and I know that I don't want to quarantine for two weeks. I can say that, and I mean it. (laughs) And it's not to say that there's anything personal in that exchange. It's just the truth of what I don't really like to do. And that, that actually, that was the first text message of the day. So we're now at 5.08, (laughs) whatever. You know, I woke up at 5.06. By 5.08, I'd already had this very beautiful text that unlocked something within me to not respond automatically into old habit and pattern, but to take a pause and say, what's actually true for me? What's really alive in me? And can I honor this conflict within me in this moment? Can I honor what's here and ask what it's about, witness it, and then speak it truthfully instead of suppress it, ignore it, or um, shine her on? I didn't have to do that, thank God. And really, there's a truth there. I don't even know why I said, thank God. There's a truth. I never have to show up that way. I chose to show up that way. But now I'm choosing not to show up that way. So two and a half hours later, when I realized that I had then gone from the text message down to the rabbit hole of all sorts of responses because I felt obligated to respond to all these things that had come in, some of which were important, some of which were could wait. They could wait. Everything can wait. Nothing, nothing, and I mean nothing, needs my attention at 5.08 in the morning. 
nothing and no one, unless I choose them to be right next to me in my bed, no one and nothing needs my attention at 5.08 a.m. Truth. So why I felt this conflict arise and why I felt this obligation come through and why it was so strong for me was because I had to recognize in that moment that part of my evolution process had not been fully adopted and integrated. I still had work to do there. I still, I had evolved past it, which is why the conflict was arising. I no longer needed what I used to need there. So the conflict was coming up because the old response was about to come out of my mouth via my text hand. But then the truth was actually emerging of what was real for me. And when I witnessed that and addressed it, that was when I said, okay, pause. I'm recognizing that I'm in an evolutionary pattern of change. And I need to pause and not do what I used to do and really think about what I'm, what I'm still integrating, what I'm still learning, what I'm still, what I need now, how I want to approach this now with a new way versus this old habitual way. And although I handled that really well, I dropped into old pattern of feeling obligated and pressure to respond and keep up and do. And I did two and a half hours later, I was so lit with myself. I was finding that I had the emotions that were quite low vibration, irritation, annoyance, frustration, um, feeling overwhelmed. I dropped into a deep state of overwhelm immediately. And then I started getting sharp tongue. I started getting a sharp tongue. And that was nice. None of that is nice. I had a sharp tongue towards myself and I had a sharp tongue towards that. No, oh, mm, oh, breaks. So I went down, sat in the trees, sat in the palms, sat by the ocean. And I just had to, to really pause for a second and say, well, okay. Because I almost dropped into this negative self-talk vibration after that because I was getting sharp in the mouth, sharp in my tongue. And then I realized, wait, you're growing and learning. You're in your second year of, of really undoing what had been a lifetime. And if you, if you really take that and you map it to a student of life or a student, you're talking a kindergartner and a first grader. You're in your first grade of school. Are you really going to look at the first grader and be like, wow, you dumb shit? No, you're not. You're not. You're going to be like, okay, good go. How can we do better? What can we do next time? What would you like to share? What would you like to shift? Maybe not in those words. But since I'm in a first grade position of undoing some pretty big lifelong habits, so there's no way... There's no way I need to be that sharp in the mouth with myself. But I do need to recognize when it's coming up and honor the conflict within because that, the conflict within and the emotional response is in fact the flag and the kind of warning sign. The warning sign that I'm too far in one direction and that there is an imbalance as a result. And that was what seeded for me today. So I said, the outcome of this is bottom line. How do I spend my time and attention? Am I doing this in the order in which is supportive to me? 
Or am I doing this in a way that's still feeding old habits? Have I yet refined what I want to do with my time and attention? Have I refined the habits that support it? It's a real deep witnessing. And what I was realizing was that I was saying, hey, universe, I want A. But then I'd be like, but I also want B. For example, I want A, people to visit me. That sounds fun. I want friends. Actually, this is what I, I didn't say. I want people to visit me. I said, hey, universe, I want A. I want community. I want friends. And then B was, I actually don't want to talk to people and don't want to see anyone. And I don't want to do anything. I don't want to share energy. Okay. Well, didn't you just say you wanted friends? And now you're saying you don't want to talk to anybody? Okay, let's cancel that request. They, they cancel each other out. So, okay, no movement. See what I'm saying? No forward movement can be made when I'm requesting conflicting things. So here I am in this process of evolution, modifying my habits and patterns. And in that process, I'm also witnessing where I still need to very much be mindful of where I also refine my requests. Because I'm asking for one thing and then immediately canceling it out with something else. It's law. It's cosmic law. I'm playing with law. Guess who wins? Law. So I have to get clear. Man, today was a <clears throat> today was a very confronting truth. And what it came down to was personal responsibility and compassion. Personal responsibility of how I choose because I'm the the navigator of my ship. How I choose to spend my time and attention. And then also the compassionate side of trusting that I'm still in the learning process and all I can do is optimize when I I discover that I've tested something out and it didn't work the way I thought, refine it. Instead of beating myself up about it and be like, why are we here again? Why are we here again? Why are we playing this rabbit hole game? I can say, hey, right on. You learned another thing. You're never going to do that again, are you? (laughs) Right on. I'm not. Until the next time I do. When I do, I'll just say, Okay, what do you need to do differently? So I invite you to also think deeply about where you spend your time and attention and if there's conflict within you about how your days go fast, your days go by quickly, or you feel like you don't have enough time, or you want to spend more quality time with people and yet by the time you get there to do it, you're exhausted and you just want to be alone. This could be a complete reflection of my current state. (laughs) May or may not. May. But I invite you to really look at that because what we're doing is we're spending time and attention in ways that's not nourishing. And then by the time we get to the things that do nourish us, we're depleted. Or there's conflict. Or we're saying yes to things that we don't really want to say yes to and therefore we're we're not serving. So I invite you to also take a moment to really reflect on how you spend your time and attention and is it supporting the evolution of you because so many, every single person on this planet has evolved, period. Every single person in the last six months has learned something new. They have evolved. And usually it's big stuff. So the things that come with that include big shifts of how we have supporting habits and patterns that come along with those shifts and evolutions. And 
that is where we have to be very intentional about where we are focusing our time and attention because it's only in the intentional focus that we can start to integrate and embody the full transition of evolution, the full transition of moving into a new way of being. All right. I love you. I will see you next episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of Between the Photos. A quick, insightful look at the real work that happens between the photos on my Instagram feed. It is truly my digital diary and my expression of the things that I am moving through, thinking about, contemplating, considering, learning from, experiencing. And these subjects, these matters of the heart are things that may impact other people in this world. So I created this podcast as a way of talk therapy to work them out with myself out loud. And in essence, helping others work it out within themselves. Thank you for listening. If you're called to share this with someone, please do. Because you never know how these words, these transmissions will impact another human. Have a great day and I love you. Thanks for listening.